Welcome to the Afro Gamer Podcast, where we discuss everything gaming and esports in Africa. We speak to different personalities, pro players, the presidents of esports association, anyone and everyone who is into esports in Africa. My name is Ife. We have a special guest with us today, and um, he is um, a pro player in Mortal Kombat, and he is also the man to go to when anything um, for the brand name Combat Africa. Viewers um, and listeners, welcome um, at department. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate how- being here. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks for finally being here with us. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying. Yeah, how's it going? It's going good. It's a bit cold this side, so I'm a bit chilly, but otherwise everything's fine. I'm trying to stay sane in quarantine. haven't been working and stuff, but yeah, man, oh. getting back to life now. Should be oh. starting soon. Oh, okay. So everything, like the lockdown has been lifted where you are? A little bit, not too much. Um, not- we still we still have to wear masks. You still can't go out like any time. You have to have a reason why you're outside the house and stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's that's good. So let's and jump then, straight. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and there by you side, how's, how are you doing? How's everything by you? I don't oh, well, want to be rude and not ask you back. You know? <laughs> it's, it's the same thing everywhere. You know, I guess people are tired of um, staying at home. So, mm. you know, a lot of societies, communities... Are lifting the lockdown but you still have to maintain you know your social distancing and wear your mask and so on and so forth so okay yeah so it's pretty much the same yeah it, it's pretty much everywhere so yeah so let's jump straight into it um let's just start with this so that people get to know you um our department how did you get into gaming and esports Oh, well, that's actually a very long story. Um, I'll cut it short, but okay. I've always been into gaming. My family have always been gamers. Uh, we've gamed since I was children. My uncle had a computer since he was young. Um, just kind of what I grew up with. I only started competing back in about 2013. Uh, I'm not too sure if any of the listeners will know the game, but I competed in Dota 2, which is a MOBA. Um, it's five players versus five players kind of okay. game. Yeah, I competed in that until 2016. Um, didn't didn't do like amazingly. I made it to first division, which is okay. And then after that, um, I gave up that and I decided I wanted to start an esports organization. Oh. Um, yeah, I started an esports team called Evo, uh, Evo Esports. We competed for about two years, had lots of fun doing that. But I decided, you know what? Competing is also lots of fun. And MK is an awesome game. So why don't I jump into it? Hmm. So why why, why Mortal Kombat of all games? From the switch of Dota to Mortal Kombat. Those are like, <laughs> there's no relationship. No, definitely not. Uh, Mortal Kombat has actually always been in my family. Like I've said, we've always gamed. So I was born in 1996 and the first Mortal Kombat I played was Mortal Kombat 4, which I think came out the same year. Obviously, I didn't play it the same year, but that was the first Mortal Kombat I played. I've pretty much played every single Mortal Kombat since then, including the 3D eras. Um, I didn't compete in Mortal Kombat 9. I didn't compete in Mortal Kombat X because I didn't take those games too seriously. It was just a fun thing. And I was competing in Dota 2 at that time. But then when MK11 got announced, I wasn't competing in anything. And um, I was actually just 
wanting to get back into something. I was just waiting for like a game to catch my attention. When MK11 was announced, I said, damn, I really enjoyed MKX. So let me just give this a shot. And it's loads of fun. I'm happy I did it. Oh, wow. I think the last Mortal Kombat I played was, um, I think it was, was it Mortal Kombat 2? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Mortal Kombat. I'm not that old, please. Don't, don't start <laughs> Don't try to calculate my age. I tried, I think it was Mortal Kombat 2. Then I think I got disconnected from it until Mortal Kombat 11. And oh, when damn, I, all yeah, that all that time. So when I saw the promo, I was like, damn, like I I'm must, yeah, I'm, I'm not a pro player, but you know, I, I play when I have time. I was like, no, you know, I the graphics are so good. When it's so showed, awesome. Yeah, when they showed but the But that's whole, also the thing about MK11. Sorry to interrupt you there. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Um, a lot of people love to complain about this, but MK11 was made not really simplified, but a little bit easier to play to attract more casual people. Mm. So if anybody is listening in right now and they haven't played Mortal Kombat, uh, I say get the game if you can afford to get it because everybody's in a tough time right now. Definitely get the game. The online works perfectly. A lot of people play in Africa, so you're going to constantly be finding games. And it's just a whole lot of fun. Yeah, but I think they, if you even monitor them, they do promos. I think they're doing like plus price slashes a few weeks ago. So you know you yeah. can you can you can. It, it's it's a good game. Trust me. Once the weekend comes and I'm like I'm gaming all through this weekend. That's what I that's what I warm up warm up to. Definitely, definitely. And, oh, so you did mention that you had um, a team, and that was with Dota too. Do you still have? Did that same, you know, evolve for the Mortal Kombat or, you know? Um, actually, it wasn't just a team. It was a, it was a bunch of it. It was actually, f- when I was still there, it was three teams. Okay. Um, so we competed in Dota 2, uh, Call of Duty and Overwatch. Okay. Um, right now, the team is still going. If anybody wants to check them out, it's e- uh, Evo Esports on all social medias. You guys can check them out there. They do still compete. Uh, they are still doing really well. I Unfortunately, I was planning to leave South Africa to go move to the UK before this whole coronavirus thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did leave the team. Uh, but like I said, it is still operating. They are still doing well and everything's still running smoothly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So listeners and um, viewers, you've heard him. You can check them out. Are they recruiting? Because I'm sure that's what they <laughs> in, Af- in Africa are looking for. You know, there's this new um, shake that, you know, the ones that are active in gaming and esports are looking for yeah. new communities and new, um, you know, teams to join. So are, are, they, are they recruiting? I mean, esports teams are always recruiting. It's all about attention. There's okay. not a lot of there's not a lot of money in esports. Yes, people win tournaments and they get money that way, but nobody's really making a living off of esports. So that's in Africa or- now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If an organization sees somebody that they know is gonna it sounds it sounds harsh, but that's just how the world works. If an organization sees somebody that has attention and they can bring attention to their organization, they're gonna pick them up because it's a good pickup for them. Um it's just a bit harder with fighting games i'm actually not sure why just mm. especially here in south africa where i am in zambia and um, zim it seems a bit easier but here in south africa esports teams just don't seem interested in fighting games a lot of esports teams are active in games like call of duty counter-strike overwatch dota 2 
there is a few teams that sponsor like a Street Fighter player or like I'm sponsored by an organization not to play Mortal Kombat, but I still do play Mortal Kombat for them. So there are a few organizations that do sponsor FGC players, but FGC uh, fighting games are a bit more difficult in South Africa to get sponsored for. Mm, okay. Before we go further, we have a few comments, shout outs from people. Um, forgive me if I don't pronounce your name properly. Um, Charlie Wolf Gaming said, wow, this is awesome. Um, AI Cortex says, yo, AK Slay333 said, wash hands. I guess that's an emoji. Um, Charlie Wolf Gaming also said, okay, now they're going. Um, Mochi in the house, good vibes. Let Chris me see Tenna. these messages. <laughs> Kristen Clay says, hello there. Kristen also sends his sanitizer emoji. What? <laughs> What's up, everybody in the chat? I hope you guys are all doing well. Thanks for tuning in. I yes. Thank you. Always the community members supporting and it's always appreciated. Yeah, that's good. Everyone who is in here, thank you very much. If you have any comments about, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat or the FGC community in Africa, you can as well put it and we'll go ahead and address it. Um, it's one. Uh, it's something I've started to notice that, you know, um, you know, the communities have started coming together. You know, previously, um, esports in Africa, everyone was kind of separated and doing their own thing. Yeah. But but I think now where they found out that, you know, we only have ourselves, then you're seeing more of, um, you know, collaborations, um, friendlies, communities coming together to, to compete. I honestly, yeah, I honestly think this all started last year with the Fortnite World Cup. Um, okay. Gaming has always been big. It just hasn't been seen by everybody. For example, Dota 2, the game that I used to compete in, the World Cup, it's called the International, but the World Cup of Dota 2, last year, the total prize pool was, I think, $22 million. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was it a six-year-old kid or 11-year-old kid that he won oh, out yeah, of the mouth? That, that was Fortnite. He, he was okay, 16 was years old. But, like, that's what I'm saying. So, most of the, most of the exposure and actual communities coming together everybody hates on fortnite but we have we have fortnite to thank for that because gaming as i said has always been big but it's never been seen in everybody's eyes mm -hmm. and with fortnite it was put in every single kid's house if your kid had an xbox or playstation or a computer they had fortnite so every single person on the planet knew about fortnite yeah then i think the ability because it was also cr um, cross-platform i think it kind of made it easier Exactly. It, it makes a bigger player pool. You get more matches, quicker yeah. search time. Mm, yeah, that's and, true. And at the end of the day, it comes to people see, like you said, a 15-year-old kid. Imagine going on summer vacation. You say, cheers, guys, I'm going on summer vacation. You leave your school. You compete in the esports tournament. When you come back to school, you're a millionaire at 15 years old. Wow. <laughs> you, you, you just won $3 million on your summer vacation. Yeah, that, that that is that is crazy. And, and now it, it's not just like 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 I said. Sorry to interrupt you again. Like yeah, I said, esports is it, that kind of money is not new to esports. It's just that now it's being seen by everyone. In Dota two, Dota two has always always held the highest prize pool in esports history. All right. So in Dota two, every single year it's been crazy amounts. Last year was twenty two million. The year before was twenty million. The year before was eighteen million. The year before was seventeen. So it's always been high money. But now people are saying, "Shit, a fifteen year old can win three million dollars." Mm -hmm. 
what can I do if I actually get to a good level? So I think that's what brings the community together. They see there's actually that opportunity to win some kind of money. Now、mm. we just need to build our communities to get the money to us. Yeah, but don't you think it's gonna it's affecting Africa? It's doing more damage to the esports community in Africa because now that is the selling point for everyone. Everyone who is playing game is all thinking about. Um, just the price pool, and they think, oh, I can make money from it. But always remember that to get to where you are now as our department, you know, you had to go from、um, an amateur gamer to a professional、yeah. gamer to be able to actually compete and make this money. But now, if you host a Mortal Kombat tournament in Africa, you find fifty percent already asking you our department, what is the price money? <laughs> And they are not, in, as in, if you put them in any category, they are not even in the amateur, you know, bracket. And they already say, yeah. "Our department, what is the money?" So, I think fine. The amount encourages the industry. Well, for now, where it, it is still growing in Africa, I think is doing more damage when you start to think about the money first rather than the skill or developing yourself. Hundred percent. Okay, so. For this next section, I can't talk about the the entirety of Africa because I haven't played everywhere in Africa. But in South Africa, this is one hundred percent the issue. Okay, <laughs> the reason why the reason why I can't speak for Africa is because I've been involved in a few African Mortal Kombat tournaments, not playing but hosting and helping hosting. create content and stuff.、Mm-hmm. So one of the tournaments that we hosted was now during quarantine called it was a Zambian tournament called Quarantine Combat. Those guys didn't care about prize money. They said, "Shit, there's a tournament. Let me enter." There was prize money, but that wasn't why they entered. It was just a bonus on top. They were stuck at home and they wanted to play Mortal Kombat. In South Africa, you make a tournament like that and you say, "Hey guys, I have 500 bucks. Let's say, for example, I have 500 bucks on the line. First place will get 300. Second place will get 100. Third place will get 100. Or whatever the split is, people will people will try and justify not entering. Oh no, Mr. Five Thousand entered. Why would I enter if he's gonna win all the money? Oh no, Killjoy entered. Why would I enter if he's just gonna beat me and win all the money? Like those kind of excuses are stupid. As you said, I art department got to where I am today from starting out as an amateur gamer. When I when I joined my first Dota 2 team, which was Sky Gaming, we literally practiced every single day. I got home from school, I did my homework, I did what I had to do, got on my computer, and we literally practiced three to five hours every single day. Not with a salary, not because we were sponsored by a team. It was literally five friends just playing computer games. Yes, it wasted a lot of time. Yes, I could have done better in school, whatever, whatever. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like that dedication is. Kind of what's needed. Maybe I didn't have to put five hours every day. I could have put two hours every day. But you、mm-hmm. still need to think of. I need to put this work in in order for an opportunity to win money or for money to come to the community. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Z the janitor said, "I want to be a billionaire so I can buy controllers and smash them." As <laughs> um. Ak Slay three three said, "Some of your attorneys are self-supported with prizes." Wish we could get sponsored. Yeah, so just to talk on that as well, that's actually a perfect example. So, quarantine combat,、um, that was actually sponsored by one of the Zambian community members. Shout out to Subs, that guy's a legend. Subs is 
he literally put his own a thousand guacha on the line and he said i'm putting this money i don't need anything in return whoever wins first second and third gets the money i'm not telling anybody to pay for entrance nothing so that kind of thing is also what we do here in in africa because we don't really get sponsored events um acgl uh, if there's anybody interested in gaming and competing in the fgc be sure to check out acgl.co.za um, they're literally one of our only tournament organizers that actually regularly support us they host weekly mortal Kombat tournaments they host street fighter tournaments when they can they hosted a big mortal Co- in mortal Kombat's first like eight months they hosted an offline season with fifteen thousand rand prize pool so like they really are supporting us and other tournament organizers like metal state and such are coming on board but majority of our stuff is all community funded and community run and stuff yeah mm. okay so i guess that leads me to the next question why do you think um brands and sponsors are finding it difficult to jump on board because if you look at you if you look at europe if you look at asia if you look at america it's no-brainer you find a you are not you can find a a deodorant company a noodle <laughs> company I saw, I saw an ad yesterday and it was a it was a noodles company where um a gamer was playing the finals and he was struggling and his mom brought him a bowl of noodles here. and i'm like are you are you serious and the thing is that's a that's a great ad that's yeah. a great ad but that i don't know why speaking about mortal Kombat most of the brands i've spoken to say they don't like the whole ripping people's heads off and blood aspect but that's a stupid excuse to me to me at least sure if that doesn't align with their brand go off on your own things but to me that is a dumb excuse saying mortal Kombat is too gory or mortal Kombat has people's heads being ripped off that's part of the game call of duty has people shooting other people exactly. throwing grenades at people like mm-hmm. it's literally the same thing but anyway um in terms of esports in general i think it's just viewership in africa not everybody has internet or not everybody has great internet or not everybody can stream or so like luckily in our community we have three of us so either i stream um, charlie wolf gaming streams or shokan streams um so we're lucky in that aspect that we have three people that can actually stream our community matches but if your community doesn't have somebody for example if you're playing tekken and everybody's on playstation and nobody has good enough internet to stream straight from the playstation or nobody has a computer to have a good stream running like that kind of stuff affects you nobody's gonna sit there watching a tekken tournament that has to buffer every two like every 30 seconds and then it's loading and then it's fuzzy and nobody wants to watch that kind of stuff but then another issue is when we do have these kind of tournaments data is a problem so we can have a tournament that runs over six hours but who's going to sit on their mobile data or on their wi-fi for six hours and watch a tournament when their data is getting child you know if you have uncapped sure that solves your issue but now like not everybody in south africa or in africa has uncapped not everybody even has fast internet speeds you know what i'm saying mm, yeah we there are different issues that need to be resolved um so combat africa you know what is that and how did you come about it um i was actually invited to join uh combat africa was started by a bunch of other people and then one of the members paro surama actually came to me and he asked if i'd help them out with the content creation 
because I do a lot of video editing and like poster making and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so they asked me just to help out. It's literally, I think, five or six guys, five or six of us organizing um, every single week, every Tuesday. We have on our community YouTube channel, we have three exhibition matches, two regular undercard matches, which are first to five, and then like a main event title kind of match that's first to seven. Um, we actually had our ninth episode yesterday. Okay. What's today? Wednesday. Is today Wednesday? Um, today is Thursday. PlayStation so reveal. On, Thursday. On, yeah, PlayStation <laughs> reveal. I'm excited for that, man. But yeah, our, we actually had our ninth episode on Tuesday. So next Tuesday will be our tenth episode. We'll probably do something cool for that. Um, but yeah, it's just a bunch of community members who decided, you know what, we're tired of not having support we might as well create our own support and it's actually helped a lot it's helped a lot mm. Mm, mm, mm. so um how how can anyone join combat africa is there a process to join or you just reach out they just reach out to you what, what is the process? um yeah anybody can join really it's it, I don't want to say there's a waiting line because there isn't really a waiting line people have literally joined the group on a tuesday and played that night but it's kind of like there's a system. If if we already have a match set up, or let's say, for example, for the main event, one of the undefeated players is um, Killjoy. So, for example, if Killjoy is playing that week, he can't just play anybody. So it's not like somebody can just play and say, hey, I want to play. No, because Killjoy is the champion and he's versing the guy that's challenging him. Oh, you know gotcha. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you anybody can be added to our group if you are an african mortal kombat 11 player be sure to hit me up on twitter or facebook or instagram um all of my handles are like this except there's a underscore at the end so it'll be at art department underscore just send me a dm and i'll hook you up from there but i'm not gonna say that if you join this week 100 percent you're gonna play next week because there might be games already set up for next week or something so Mm. Anybody can play. There's just situations. There's situation. Okay. Um, Kristen said, he or she surely is better than me. I quit that game. I feel the building type of combat. Mm. Um, he said, yeah, it is pretty scary when you have Killjoy, Cortex, ZZ, Zaza, Mr. 5000, Mark, Mark Stack, etc. participating in the tournament. Yeah, so you wanted that comment to... there, that comment there is about what we're talking about with well, money. Talking... Um, yeah. When we when I said that if if there's only first, second and third place, people aren't gonna wanna enter because obviously the best players are always gonna win it. So that's what he's talking about. It is yeah, sure it's pretty scary, but if everybody has that mentality, then we're never gonna have tournaments because nobody's gonna play. And if nobody plays, nobody's gonna host. Yeah, and it's, it's it's like you play. It's like um, what's it called? Playing the um, um, tennis grand slams. If you know Roger Federer is going there, you're still going to have to play. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm not too sure which sister it was, but if we look at the last tennis champions or tennis tournament or something, one of the Williams sisters was beat by a 15 year old girl. Yeah. And she's a world champion. So yeah. it doesn't mean just because the world, just because the best players are there, you shouldn't still compete. You can always learn what you did wrong and go back to the lab and improve and enter the next one and do better. Yeah, People just have a bad mindset of, oh, if I lose, I suck at this game. No, if you lose, someone else was just better than you. That's all. Yeah, but don't forget that these players you mentioned, they started from somewhere. So if they, start, they didn't just... 
level 10, they start from level 1, 2, 3, and they moved up to 10. So if you're at level 1, you also have to improve yourself on how to get to level 10. I mean, I'm not sure if he's in the chat. He probably isn't because he's always sleeping or streaming. But Shokan literally was the first person I ever encountered in the Mortal Kombat, in the African FGC. Um, Injustice 2 was maybe out four months or something. And I was playing Harley Quinn and Joker, right? So I said, shit, I'm pretty good at this game. Let me go enter an Injustice tournament. I entered this tournament. There was like 13 people signed up. On the day, only myself and Shokan showed up. Now, just to give perspective, Injustice 2 was like one of the first fighting games I really tried to learn properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shao Kahn is top five FGC, like Mortal Kombat players in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that's, that's the skill difference there. I literally sat down at this guy. I said, good luck, man, thinking I was going to beat him. He literally double flawless me in the first match. I put the controller down. I said, shit, okay. Yes, what's going on here? And that's the thing. That is going to happen when you verse somebody that's a lot better than you. But that doesn't mean you just mustn't play. What, do you expect to win every single game? No, no. Come on. Come on, Finn. That That's not going to happen. Um, let's read more comments. Um, AK said, to actually get sponsors interested, one should have a website and dependent on hits on the side i.e when you guys visit the page a sponsor may come in into play as a sponsor will want to advertise well that that is another angle you do have a point ak they said these sponsors will relate to gaming products most probably and um kristen also said but it should not be something to stop anyone to do what they enjoy i guess he's talking about competing um, AK said, CK, the only way to beat Killjoy ETC is to versus Killjoy <laughs> ETC and learn. Um, yeah, I, well, I guess Kill, Killjoy seems to be the nightmare in this. In this yeah, kill, Killjoy is definitely the nightmare. 100%. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I had a conversation last two with, with um, Navi Gaming in Uganda. And this is what he was saying when it came to um, sponsorship and branding, like partnership. He yeah. was he was like for now, um, as much as we need to reorientate the minds of gamers and esports in and esports you know talents in Africa, that same education needs to also go to brand managers because to them it's a new market. It's just a few who are enlightened about gaming that have jumped into it, and he was like, we shouldn't go for um, cash prizes. Now that was his opinion. We shouldn't go for cash prizes. Go for things like merchandise or you know fiscal items. With that, it's anything easier. to actually help you sustain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, it's easier for them to jump on it and say, "Oh, you know what? For us to give three headphones, that's fine. For us to give three controllers, that's fine." As opposed to you asking them for five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, and once you he said because we're not there yet in terms of where we need to be if for example if i host a tournament and i fail and let's say i promise them oh a thousand people are going to be there a thousand people are going to be watching and the viewers are 27 that already puts a bitter taste in the that person's never coming back to yes again so now when you approach them they'll be like no with the experience i've had with the afro gamer I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely not doing that again. 
And unfortunately, because Africa wants to be like Europe and America, a lot of brands feel like that already. Yeah, but as I think, I think that's another thing. We we cannot be like them in terms of how we're hundred percent. We cannot. We have so much of our own culture that we need to find creative ways to put it into esports. We cannot do copy and paste. It has never worked. And that's I what I think the big problem is. So I know it is it is a lot easier said than done. I will say Yeah, that. of course. It is a lot easier to say, oh, do it this way instead of this way because things cost a lot of money. But optimally in Africa, nothing is going to succeed perfectly online. Nothing. Because of internet, because people don't all have internet, because people don't have fast internet, because people can't stream, because whatever the excuse is, that's just it. In my opinion, everything, all the important stuff should be offline events. So in America, how it works mostly is they play offline events. They go to a place and they compete against people that live in their state kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then they also play online events, obviously, but most of the time they're focusing on their locals, right? I think yeah. that has to become a, a big thing in, in Africa, the whole of Africa, in every single country. If you live in Lagos, you must go to the Lagos locals. If you live in Joburg, you must go to the Joburg locals. Joburg. That must become a thing because internet one is a problem. This person is going to say, no, I'm not playing that guy because he has a shit connection and I'm going to get disconnected and he's going to lag and kill me. And there's always going to be excuses offline there's no excuses people go to their locals you become the champion of your local then there becomes an inter-country thing get a champion of a country then there's mm -hmm. an inter-african inter but like i said that is always easier said than done because for every offline event you're going to need playstations controllers tvs you're going to need the games on all the consoles like mm -hmm. you can get that sponsored but it's still very hard yeah, but when you talk about online, shouldn't there be a conversation with the telcos as to creating um, a gaming bundle? Because as much as, you know, you're championing offline, um, the world is turning into a global village. One world and internet connects all of us all. So I think, you know, there has to be a conversation with telcos. I know a few countries are, um, are trying to speak to their telcos as to, you know, create a gaming bundle that you know enables us to be able to play on our data and you know and make things kind of better don't you think that should they've, be one they've of the tried approach? that here they've tried that here in south africa so there are a few companies that offer that here in south africa okay. but what ends up happening is those companies end up seeing holy shit this gamer is using so much of our uh, so much of the bandwidth this guy's causing so much traffic on the network now we're gonna <laughs> slow his internet down this guy's busy he's streaming to twitch he's playing games online he's downloading movies he's streaming series <laughs> online he's watching youtube videos no ways this is happening we're putting his speed down now and yeah, that's but, just what happens yeah, it's well, easy it's e sorry to interrupt you yeah it's, it's easy it's, okay. it's easy to promise a game or something but that's the thing if if someone tells you you only have 500 megs for the whole month on your phone you're gonna make that loss like i say you can't buy anything this 500 megs when it's done it's done all right then someone comes to one month and says he has five gigs you're gonna go crazy of course yeah true True, 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 true. Um, let me read more comments. Um, Panda said it's all about dedication in terms of, you know, playing your games. Um, Z said, enjoy the process. If you are coming in wanting to be considered a top player, you will be cooked. 100%. <laughs> 
Um, Shelzebo said one of the biggest things that Africa FGC had been missing is exposure, which has done a full 180 now. Back when we were hosting MKX tourneys in 2015, we were the only ones streaming. Now we got lows, which is rad. Yeah, so um, I agree with um, Shells. Um, I think there's more exposure, more communities are coming up, more, more people are, I won't say creating content per se. I think creating content is still a big problem in Africa and it still circles mm-hmm. back to what you said about um, data and internet cap. But I think more communities are coming up. Um, in Just terms- speaking on that, speaking on that, sorry, speaking on that content creation stuff. That is probably also one of the main reasons why Africa doesn't grow. And that's on us, right? So yes. it doesn't matter. People people like to worry about numbers. And like we said, people like to worry about prize money. But at the end of the day, that's not what is what is important. True. In America, that's important because they're playing for $5,000. But here we're playing for 1,000 Rand. It's not the mm-hmm. same thing. It's not. Us as the people involved now shouldn't be worried about what we're going to get out of it. We should be trying to grow the scene for other people to get out of it. Maybe we won't compete in future FGC tournaments, but maybe the people who are competing now will be the tournament organizers in three years' time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, doesn't even matter if you're not even editing the videos, you're literally recording it off your PlayStation and uploading it straight to Twitter or YouTube, whatever you're doing. Everybody should at least be putting videos somewhere even if the twitter profile isn't your real name even if the twitter profile doesn't have any association to you it can be the profile can be peter 57570 whatever but as long as we're getting the exposure of our community you posting the videos and saying hey check out our mk doesn't be your name nobody's gonna know who you are if you're embarrassed about showing yourself but you're still saying to people look at what we're doing and come and check as well so everybody should be putting videos out or at least sharing a stream link. If you have a Twitter profile, it doesn't matter if it's a gaming profile or if you tweet about the flowers you like to smell in the morning. When there's a stream going live, you just copy the YouTube link, you put on Twitter and say, hey guys, me Watch and my this. friends are hosting this tournament. Can you come mm-hmm. support us? Yeah. It's literally as easy as that. Mm. And yeah. once more people start doing that, I think a lot more will start to happen. Yeah, and that's what I tell mobile gamers because they all say, you know, I cannot play online and stream at the same time. And I'm like, I understand because of data, but don't forget that you have one thing being a mobile gamer, you can record your screen. So easy. Yeah, so I said, once you record your screen, you don't even need to chop and edit if you can't. You just just make like one game, put it on Twitter or Facebook or something, then you get another like yeah and and i said as much as you know we have whatsapp if you know that you have people who are interested in gaming you can create a group once you upload it to youtube broadcast it to them like hey this is my gameplay watch like you said support give me a feedback 100 percent, and that's also a problem i have this problem as well mostly because not that i don't like my content but i just i take a long time to put out my content but a lot of people make content and they don't share it in those groups. Like in our Mortal Kombat 11 group, we have about, I think, 145 or 146 people in the WhatsApp group. Mm-hmm. And maybe only four people share YouTube links there. Yeah. So, so like 
I'm also one of those people that don't do it. No, I should no. start doing it. But that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of stuff we need to do. Yeah. Um. Then I think another thing about gaming and esports. This is this is my own um angle. Um. I guess some stakeholders might not agree. Some viewers and listeners might not agree. Is, um. It doesn't have to be the FIFA's. It doesn't have to be you know no disrespect the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I, I think once you have a community um, of gamers, whatever game they play, I'm on Twitter and I see people playing iMessage games. Like, they're always 100%. saying, who wants to challenge me in XYZ in iMessage? Why are, why are we not pulling that community into the fold? Because one, majority of them are females. We are supposed to be championing more women I... in games. So, mm. you know, as stakeholders in different countries, we should be able to say, okay, fine, if they are you know, five female gamers, five um, casual gamers in Kenya who does play iMessage games, then have an iMessage, you know, battle Saturday and let them, whatever they can compete in, let them, let them compete in. And, you know, that's, that, that's, that's my own angle because that is the only way we can educate, um, you know, Africans because not everyone has the purchasing power to buy a PlayStation, an Xbox or a PC. One thing I want to touch on is mobile gaming. Everybody loves everybody loves to give mobile gaming shit that it's not real gaming, right? Just go and look up how big Clash of Clans and Clash Royale is in Asia. They are playing in front of 10,000 people watching live in a stadium playing mobile games. Don't come say mobile games isn't gaming. If you can't afford to play, buy a PlayStation, mobile gaming is there for you. If we look to the UK, PUBG Mobile now has a professional league. League, yeah. Like, you can't say anything that mobile gaming is not a game when people are literally making salaries playing mobile gaming and you not playing PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 2020, yeah, um, it, you know, it has overtaken console and PC gaming. Even with the coronavirus, more people are on their mobile phones playing um, but i think that's a bit that's a bit deceptive though because playing mobile games and actually playing in proper competitive games is two different things because i can be playing what's a game that most people know candy Crush. i can be playing i I can be playing no but a lot of people are actually very competitive in candy crush with that with that high score but like let's say for example a very a very casual game that that subway surfer thing right Mm -hmm. i can be playing subway surfer and that is still counting towards a mobile a mobile gamer but in the context that we're talking about it's not really what kind of gaming we're talking about you know yeah but in this case it is gaming but not esports yeah yeah true okay let's say that it's gaming but not esports true yeah yeah, but, but I think for Africa, we can actually create a community out of that. That's, that's yeah, my own opinion. Not, not, not everybody is... For example, now, PlayStation 5 is coming out. That thing is going to be over 10,000 Rand. Oh, yes. Nobody can. No, like, listen to that. Some people can't even afford a PlayStation 3 right now. So you can't just say, oh, you're, playing on, you, you're not playing on PlayStation 4. You're not a gamer, you know? Mobile gaming in Africa is going to, I think, going to end up being the biggest gaming platform just because everybody has a cell phone. Has access to it, yeah. True. Very true. Very true. Everybody. Maybe it's not the best cell phone, but it can still play Candy Crush. It can still play Clash Royale. It can still play Clash of Clans. You know what I'm saying? And not every game is going to be a big esports, sure, but there are still those big mobile esports out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Okay, so what should we expect from Combat Africa, you know, in the nearest future? Um, well, it's a bit tough right now because, like we said, everything is community-driven. Okay. Nobody is really working right now with the whole lockdown. And if anybody is working, we're not even getting paid properly. So, like, we still need to pay bills, you know. Once I start working, it's still... Uh, once we all start working, it's still going to be running the same way with the exhibition matches going on. Um, but we also want to host tournaments where people come and sign up. If we get enough people for a full bracket, we'll have a whole full weekend tournament and on the Sunday we'll have the finals and that kind of thing. But right now, because nobody or very few of us are working, we don't really have the finances to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, once it gets a bit easier and we actually have finances, it'll it'll become a lot more tournaments, um, quick cups, Maybe a MKX throwback kind of thing, you know, fun mm. stuff like that. Oh, cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. That's 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 great. So, um, if anyone wants to connect with you and Comrade Africa, I know you've given us your social media handles. And when you got disconnected, I was still saying it, but you know, just mm. for viewers and listeners, you can repeat it if they want to connect with you. How can they um, reach out to you? Um, the easiest way is Twitter. I'm always every single day on Twitter. Uh, it's exactly like this. It's at art department underscore at the end. Um, besides for that, I also stream on Twitch. It's also at art department underscore at the end. And that's pretty much the easiest places you can get me. Um, from there, you can find my Discord link, my Facebook link, my Instagram link. But those are my most two active places is Twitter and Twitch. Okay, great. Great. That's good. Yeah. So thank you very much for um, joining us and um, we hope to talk to you um, soon. Okay, we have a few comments so that no one gets upset. Um, AK said good stuff. I guess that's, uh, you know, supporting what you're saying. Um, Parasurama, uh, we were confident we could improve them. I guess we're talking about the... The, the, the MKX um, tournaments. Yes. And yeah, so that's also another thing. Sorry about that. MKX yeah. was a super fun game. And I think if we could have had the community we had now, um, back then in MKX, I think Africa would be at a much better place now. Okay. Of, of course, um, not as many people were competing in MKX and stuff, but it was still a super fun game to watch. It was a super fun game to play. And honestly, I think if we can just keep with what we're doing now, by uh, NRS's next game, I think we'll be way further than where we are now. Maybe even in the pro competition. Oh. Well, sky, sky is the limit, you know. Exactly, well, exactly. Let's, let's let's round up with this question. What what are you expecting from esports generally, not just in South Africa, but in Africa as a whole, come ending of this year and next year? Um, this year, pretty much nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> next year, uh, like I said, a lot more offline events. I hope a lot more people are going to their, um, their local events. I hope a lot of people are pitching up and actually supporting whether they know they're going to win or whether they know they're going to lose. Like... Like I said, it's not about what we're going to get out of it now, but we have to build something. If you think about it, Sonic Fox, right? He would have never been able to be where he is now if the people didn't compete in whatever fighting games were played before MK9, you know? Like, 
fighting games wouldn't have had a community to be where they are now punk wouldn't have been where he is now um goichi wouldn't have been where he is now like those kind of people are only where they are now because of the community members who built it before them same thing now there could be a punk in our community who's eight years old but if we don't build this community that uh, that kid is never going to be able to become punk mm, like you know what i'm saying so sometimes it's it's we have to look a little bit more further than just our own lives like <laughs> it sounds a bit deep and like i'm not trying to i'm not trying to say everybody has to go out of the way but everybody can just do a little bit more further than they like they're regular you know normally people just sit on the whatsapp group and talk shit copy the link and send it to your send it to your high school friends and say yo what's up guys if anybody's interested in african mortal kombat 11 come and tune in mm-hmm. like that small shit helps don't just like don't just bash the people well, not bash don't just sit around and talk shit the whole time and then when nothing comes out of it you're like oh no the community never helped but you're also a part of the people that never helped you know true true gotcha gotcha okay so that's all the time we have um once again our department thank you um thanks so much for having me dude yeah and hopefully like i said hopefully we can you know catch up again and talk when things you know have improved and you know things are up going definitely man whenever you keen to chat again just uh send me a message on twitter or something or send me a whatsapp and we can sure. go from there sure will do thank you thanks so much for having me man yeah thanks so much for everyone for tuning through we appreciate the support you can connect with us on twitter at the afro gamer underscore on instagram at the afro gamer facebook the official afro gamer Thank you for listening to the Afro Gamer Podcast. See you next time.